Have you been questioning your reality and feel like there's more to life than meets the eye? Or maybe you're on a spiritual journey and have so many questions? Well, we've got you covered. Join us weekly for casual conversations on how to trust your intuition and answer all of your burning questions. Welcome to Behind the Emerald Veil podcast with Allie and Mandy. Hey everyone, it is Thursday and we are at episode five. Woohoo! Woo! Can't believe that. I know, it's crazy. Um, and what we are wanting to talk about is kind of like the, what is an intuitive? What is a psychic? Kind of breaking down mm-hmm. those stereotypes of a psychic and intuitive and medium and all that. So this will be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and... Prior to coming on, we pulled cards um, to get messages for you from our guides. And my guide, H, it looks like he wanted to, <laughs> like, come on. Um, it he's looks like he's still just philosophical. Like, I know. <laughs> but it looks like he wants to kind of do a little recap of our last episode. Yeah. And maybe we missed this message in the episode. I don't know if this is where he's like, you needed to stress this more. Oh, and I, that's what I'm feeling. That's what yeah. I'm getting right okay. now, actually. So I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, stop making fun of me. <laughs> there was a reason for this. So I'm so sorry, H. Um, <laughs> just like coming in right now. I'm like, geez. So uh, I pulled Fool's Embrace. and From which deck? That is from, what is it? The Shaman's Dream? The Shaman's Dream Oracle deck by yes. Colette Baron-Reed. Super nice. Mm-hmm. And so basically this card is about pain and experiencing pain and loss in your life. And that when you are in this pain and, and, you know, it really depends, you know, the pain can be just kind of like a bit of like a disappointment to a gut wrenching mm-hmm. loss. And that in this pain to recognize that there are lessons in this, these pains that we receive, um, and to experience them and go through them and, to kind not of surrender. Avoid, yeah, not avoid And not avoid them. it. Yeah, and like surrender to that pain. Feel that pain. Move through it, whatever it is, right? Yeah. So if it's disappointment, you know, not right away just kind of being like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's fine. I don't, I didn't want that job anyways. It's fine. Yeah. It's like, no, you need to move through it. Feel that disappointed. Understand that. Or if it's a loss, like, right? A death, Grief a loss. Or something. You need to move through it instead of hiding it because... Or bottling up. Bottling it up. Yeah, yeah. Because this will always resurface. And to be able to stay, keep your energy clear, you need to feel this and also recognize that there's lessons in this. Yeah. And this will help evolve your soul. So I think obviously that's what H really wanted to get through. So thank you yeah. very much, H. No, that's a great, great point. And when mm-hmm. you were saying that, I was kind of thinking like, cause a lot of times our whole lives were programmed to like not speak our truth or in the sense of like, we don't want to tell you when we're hurt or when we're yeah. sad or, or whatever is bothering us. Like I know some people just bottle up their emotions and don't want to share that. Instantly. But yes. that creates energetic blocks within your body. Mm-hmm. And so we have to move through the, we have to move through those emotions and those feelings so that we don't create those, that heavy energy within our body. Cause yeah. that's what makes us sick. And that's what we're all healing from now <laughs> as adults. We're trying to, we have to do all this healing from the things that yeah. we avoided when we were younger. It's 
going to come out. Yeah. No matter what, it's going to resurface and you're going to have to deal with it, whether it's this lifetime or a next lifetime. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. All right. So Cody's message for us today is more about the topic of our episode today. And um, so we're talking all about today, like uh, psychics, intuitives, meeting mediums, and then also when you work with them um, and, you know, when you go to a, a psychic or a medium or a teacher or whatever, you are essentially looking for guidance. So his, um, I pulled from the Oracle, the Work Your Light Oracle deck by uh, Rebecca Campbell. And I call, I pulled the card no, and it was just a straight no. And we both <laughs> laughed and we're like, what? But um, no, you don't get a message. <laughs> yeah. When I read into it, like when I read the book, it is all about um, not moving forward with something until it feels like 100% yes. And when you're looking for guidance or when you're, you're waiting for an opportunity or you're hoping for something, if you're just, if you're not, if it's not coming to you or it's not feeling the right, like feel into the timing because it's all about waiting for the right timing. And if it's not a hundred percent, yes, it's, it's a no. Um, and it can feel frustrating, but sometimes there's a message within, within that itself, within the waiting period. Yeah. Yeah. It was very on point. Yes. Thank you, Cody. Thank you, Cody. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. So let's get into the episode. So let's talk a bit about uh, what an intuitive is, what is a psychic, what is a medium, and what is a healer. Mm -hmm. Okay. So in your perspective, would you say intuitive and psychic is the same thing? Because for me, it's the same thing. I just don't like to use the old word psychic. And I also feel like it has like a, like a stigma like around Like a crystal it. ball. Yes. Like a gypsy of Gypsy. That's exactly. Like, I'm going to tell hear... your future. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what you think when you hear psychic and yeah. you're just like, yeah, that kind of like, I can literally see the gypsy and just kind of like, tell me all your things. And mm-hmm. yeah. And just kind of, yeah, I agree with you that it's the same thing in intuitive psychic. It's just a more modern day um, word term, but yeah. I know prior to going down prior to me awakening, I always said psychic. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. yeah. Intuitive. I just didn't, I don't know. I didn't think about that. I didn't yeah. think of it at all. So I always just said psychic, but yeah. really psychic, intuitive, same. same. I call myself, I like to like label myself. I, I shouldn't say, I don't like to label myself at all, but if I, if there's a title, I need to explain what it is that I do. Mm-hmm. I like to use the term intuitive yeah. versus the term psychic because of the stigma. I could also use the word, witch if I wanted to, well, but yeah. there's an even more fear-based word. Um, and yeah. I don't like the, I don't like the energy of that word. No, the energy of intuitive feels clearer, cleaner, lighter, and, um, I guess more new age or modern, I guess. But it's funny, though, I think psychic is very much linked to um, future. Yeah. Future telling. Future telling. Predictions. Yes. And I think with intuitive, it's way more than that. Mm -hmm. Because really, like, and what I've learned now that um, learning this and kind of going through this process is that future telling is very hard to do because we're constantly, like we talked last time, there's, there's different timelines constantly shifting, shifting, Mm -hmm. right? Because of goodwill, free will, will. (laughs) goodwill, Um, (laughs) because of free will, it's constantly shifts. So even that future telling, you can say to somebody, Mm -hmm. I see this, 
But there's no telling that something shifts in that timeline and all of a sudden that train track you were on, it just reroutes to another yeah. path and it doesn't happen. Yeah. So, but wouldn't you say psychic is, you would link it to future telling? Yeah, that's where my mind goes to predictions, future telling, and yes. But you are very, you are right and I'm glad you said that because it is hard to do predictions. I don't feel comfortable doing predictions, especially farther out, just because there is so many things that could change between now and then. But what I do in my readings is read the energy of my client in the moment. You know what I mean? So anything in the energy, in your energy field is what I do is what I'm pulling through and the information I'm pulling through in this, in this moment, in this now time. Um, and any insight that your spirit guides, um, have for you, um, or want to share with you in this moment to either shift you into a new timeline or blo- uh, clear some blocks or, mm-hmm. or whatever it is, kind of get you moving if you're feeling stuck or whatever. Um, now, what about the term medium? So I always just thought everybody who was like a psychic was also a medium. But what do you, I've heard people say that everybody can be psychic. So in other words, everybody can be intuitive. Everybody Mm -hmm. can read energy and do this sort of stuff, which is what we talk about all the time. And what I, um, you know, what we've learned and what I teach and what you teach and all that sort of stuff. But I've heard people say everybody's psychic, but not everybody is a medium. So what is the difference between a psychic or let's call it intuitive an intuitive and a medium? And do you agree with that? Because I don't think I do. No, no, not at all. Um, and the reason why I don't agree with that is as an intuitive and as how we have learned mm-hmm. is we are reading that energy, mm-hmm. whether that energy is in this present moment on this earth mm-hmm. or is in a different realm and has passed over. Mm-hmm. It's still an energy mm-hmm. and, you know, us connecting to our spirit guides and getting our insight, right? Because that's what we're guidance. doing. Our guidance, all of that is coming from another energy that is not in this physical dimension. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what's the difference of talking to your guide versus talking to a past loved one? You can pull that energy forward and that's exactly what a medium is. Yeah. So people think a medium or sorry, I shouldn't say people think, but the people say that a medium is somebody who can connect with past loved ones. So essentially the, what they're saying is that there's a difference between an intuitive and a medium and, and everybody can be an intuitive, but not everybody can connect with past loved ones. But I don't think that's right. As you just explained, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. Well, and I also think that any, like, just like we've talked about this whole podcast is mm-hmm. all about anybody can be an intuitive. These are all gifts that we like, this is who we are at a core at a soul level. Yeah. And it's just because we're here on this planet in this 3D realm that we have amnesia. Yeah. But without that, if you pull that veil away, if you pull that amnesia away, mm-hmm. it's we're all connected anyways. Yeah. So I don't see how not everybody could connect to past loved ones when really we're all connected anyways. It's just yeah. more of tapping in and more of kind of thinning that veil and mm-hmm. opening yourself up to be able to connect. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's something like a, something that you could develop. So mm-hmm. we've both developed the ability to read energy. So if we wanted to learn how to read um, the energy of a past loved one, then mm-hmm. we could work with an intuitive or a, t- a teacher or a mentor that could help us with that. Yeah. With maybe different. Yeah. And just like when we learned how to, to, um, read energy or even healings, any of those things, mm-hmm. it, there's just techniques that kind of just help you 
open up, open up along the way. Hey, use this and use that. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, that's what we've kind of taken from our learnings is like, okay, what works for me? You know, this works for me, this doesn't or whatever, but it gives you the tools Mm -hmm. to be able to do it. So Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, anybody can be, be that as well. Yeah. So to recap, intuitive psychic, same thing medium somebody who could pass who can um connect with past loved ones and give you messages for past loved ones um intuitive psychic can still do that i think but it's just another um skill to develop another area to to kind of delve into a rabbit hole to go down to go down well and i also think that maybe some people their mission or what they want to do right Mm -hmm is maybe more focused on that, right? So maybe, you know, one person is like, you know what, I really don't want to go into that intuitive and reading the energy and being, giving advice and, and looking at paths. I just want to connect to loved ones. That's just what I want to focus on, Mm -hmm. you know? So then, then they'd call themselves a medium because that's all they want to focus on. Even though they're an intuitive, they just want to focus on that and vice versa, right? If, you know, we're going down this path and I'm like, yeah, I can connect to loved ones, but my, my, what draws me, what kind of like lights me up is mm-hmm. being an intuitive and, and doing these type of readings. And, mm-hmm. you know, if maybe somebody comes in, that's fine, but I'm not going to kind of label myself as yeah. that. So I think sometimes maybe that's why we see that yeah. divide. Yeah. What do you like the most about, um, about doing the energy readings? Cause I love the readings, but I also love the healings and, and we'll talk about the healings in a minute, but what is your favorite part about doing the readings? Is it reading the energy or, um, sh- I like shifting the energy cause the information that I express, like I, you know, obviously there's a disclaimer we're, mm-hmm. we're reading, we're just expressing what we receive, the visions that we're receiving, the, the feelings that we're um, putting with those visions and, and the messages that we're getting. So we're just expressing what we're seeing. Um, but I really like, I enjoy shifting the energy for the person I'm reading for, because mm-hmm. usually through a reading, um, they, it gets, they gives them so much insight and clarity and there's so many validation points yeah. through the reading that it just really gets them excited about their future or they end up sh- like, I end up shifting the energy for them so that they start receiving all these creative downloads and all this creative flow starts coming out of them, whether it's in business or personal life or, um, their career or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it, their excitement is really my favorite part. Yeah. I, I think, I think the part that really kind of lights me up is kind of like that counseling aspect of it, right? Mm -hmm. And it's this aspect of, yes, I go in and I read. And and like sometimes it's hard, right? Like Mm -hmm. sometimes I'll read someone's energy and I'm picking up on something that I'm like, oh man, how am I going to tell them How do you say this, right? (laughs) Like I remember doing this one reading. This is when we were practicing and I did this reading and I, and I just, yeah, I heard like sharp tongue, like she just kind of would lash out. Right. And the people pleaser in me was like, I don't want to say this. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Because to me, it was like, oh, this is an insult. I don't want to say this. Right. You've got a sharp tongue. You lash out. And (laughs) um, yeah. And I remember kind of like tiptoeing on it and and it was so crazy because she was like starts laughing and I was like oh I wasn't <laughs> expecting that reaction and she was like I certainly do have a sharp tongue and uh, I'm working on it and I was like oh okay and I'm like but it's so funny how you yeah. pick these things up but it's like in a sense when you're delivering this message and sometimes the message is not always easy yeah um it's creating 
this learning aspect and this, in a way, guidance is mm-hmm. you're counseling somebody, you're helping somebody move through something yeah. and seeing that, um, gratefulness and that kind of like, I don't know, this release that happens when yeah. you do that reading. Yeah. I think that's the part that I, I love the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so good. And we both had the experience of obviously of being the person being read yeah. as well. Like both of us have gone to see the same intuitive, <laughs> Yes, <laughs> uh, which we, I guess we, at that time we called her um, a psychic. We did. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we would go see her annually to check yep. in and just to see what like, what can you tell me about my, what can you tell me about what's going on in my life? How is my future looking? Like all that sort of stuff. And she was so good. Like oh. she was really good. But yeah. we, we know now the difference between like before we could read energy and after. So that me, that Mandy in that alley yeah. would like hang on every word she said. And we would take every word she said for like, um, like the, verbatim it was yeah. like it's happening and that was like that was those were words from god you know what i mean <laughs> like source is speaking to me through her I and know. i must listen and okay that's gonna happen but well and i remember the first time going to her <laughs> and so mandy introduced me to her and i remember the first time going and, and it's always and this is this is this is the this is the difference now that i yeah. see the difference is i showed up and i gave as little information as i possibly could right yes cuz she should know everything she should know everything she's a psychic yeah and i remember like i didn't it's it's so funny because it's like partly you're going so mm-hmm. obviously you believe mm-hmm. right or you wouldn't be there yeah but then another part is like I'm going to test you. Yeah. Right? Like it's kind of that where you're giving as little as possible and Mm -hmm. you're sitting there and you're like, you know, show me your tricks. Kind of, right? That first time. And then she's like, your tricks, prove yourself to me. And she's like, what's your birthday? And I'm like, you don't know. Right? (laughs) Like, how would she know that? I know. But that's the thing. Like I would too, where I'd be like, and I would sit there and I remember I would sit there and be like, hmm. That's a that's a negative, yeah. right? Doesn't know X. my birthday. X <laughs> strike uh, one, <laughs> strike one. Um, and but but I remember with her that she got, and I'm going to tell this one story of um, this is where it was kind of that pivotal point for yeah. me to trust her, right? Yeah. So I go in, not trusting. I'm going to put my walls up, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm like, I guess they can't see me do my karate chop. <laughs> Walls are up. My walls are up. <laughs> but I remember her turning to me and saying, What's wrong with your son's thumb? And I was kind of like, Whoa. I'm like, Oh, he had an accident. He went to a birthday party that was doing like dirt biking mm-hmm. and he fell and it ripped through the glove and it's been an issue. <laughs> it'd been an issue. And she was like, Well, he's he's just wanting some compassion. And um and yeah, and, and I'm the type that I, I don't know. I'm not the, like, suck it up. Yeah. Suck it up. Princess. <laughs> and I'm nice. Don't worry. I'm nice. Um, <laughs> but, but I remember like being like, it shook me because mm-hmm. I was like, there's, I did my, my friends didn't know about it. There was nothing on social media, right? Like you go yeah. through all the logical things. Like, could How did she, she deep dive me on social media? Did she do this? And I'm like, there was no way that she knew that from anything else yeah and I remember that kind of being my like oh she's the real deal and Mm -hmm. I'm just getting (laughs) 
goosebumps. <laughs> Thank you. She is the real she deal. She is the real deal. She's very good. But it was like, it's just funny how we go in like testing. Yeah. Like it was a total testing. But then once I was like, once my, that switch went and I was like, she knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. My annual yeah. visits to her. <laughs> That it turned into. It was like a therapy session. Yeah. It really was, actually. Totally. Um, it was like I went into it completely trusting and was just like, Bleh. Yeah. you know, everything would come out because I knew she was she was that good. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, it's funny how we go in with that perception that yeah. the psychic should know everything. Should know everything. And, like, we don't. We don't. No. And we, like, for me specifically, like, I am reading... I'm reading the energy on you at the moment and I'm receiving information and messages that your guides are giving me and specifically what you're asking for. So the more information we have, the easier it is to receive the messages because then quite often like we'll we'll receive a vision or a feeling and something and then it's not like adding up or clicking because we don't know the one piece that's missing. You know what I mean? It's like a puzzle piece. Yeah. Right? That's exactly how it is. All of a sudden you get shown an image and you're like, why am I seeing melting butter? That's one image I have received. And like, (laughs) awesome. Melting butter dripping off the side of a table. (laughs) (laughs) This was in the actual solar plexus. So it did make sense. It was her confidence was intact, but it was slowly the message I got from that vision was that her confidence was slowly kind of dripping away, right? Yes. This is of a, a young girl. And I was like, oh, okay. But it's one of those things that you get these puzzle pieces. Either yeah. you get shown an image and you're like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And then you hear a word or you get a feeling and you're just like, what does that mean? And you're putting together, you're literally putting together this puzzle, right? Yeah. And sometimes it just doesn't make sense and you present it to the person and you're like, mm, this is yeah. what I got. We're literally just expressing or explaining the images and the, and the feelings and the messages that we're receiving. So yeah. what, what the whole point of this conversation is like, take what resonates to you and then leave the rest because the intuitive or the, the intuitive that you're talking to or you're receiving a, a reading from the things that are going to, um, that you need to take away from it are the things that are resonating. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not the things that you're like, oh, okay, well, yeah, that kind of makes sense, but not really. If they may not make sense in that moment though. So true. I've had so many times, especially with our intuitive that my my yearly intuitive, <laughs> um, there was so many times that it's literally, I think it was like a year or two later that yeah. I was like, all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, that's what she was talking about. Mm-hmm. Didn't make sense in the moment, yeah. but then all of a sudden it came and I understood. Yeah. Right. Yes, very much. I'm trying to think if there's, she told me, um, <laughs> Oh, there's a few things there's I remember. Things. Yes. I'm, yeah. I'm just, so when I went to see her when I was 37, I'm 40 now. And she told me that I was going to have a baby in three years. And I was like mortified. And I was like, what? I was like, no, we're done. And she's like, well, you have free will. Like, you know, if you want to have this baby, it's there for you. Um, there's a, like a spirit baby there for you. And if you want to, you can blah, blah, blah. And I was like, uh, not happening. I'm like, I'm going to be 40 in three years. And I was like, disgusted. <laughs> and she's like, okay, like relax. But, <laughs> but then like, I held on to that piece of information for three years and I was like teasing Nick like about having another baby and then I was like telling the kids about it would you guys like to have another baby and they're like oh that'd be so fun and I was like no it's not gonna happen but you know what like it was fun to talk about it Mm -hmm. and then in the back of my head the whole time I was like maybe 
like, what if I have another baby at 40? Like, no. And Mm -hmm. I'm 40 and I don't, I'm not pregnant. I don't have another baby, but I did birth a business. Yes. In the spring. (laughs) So that could have been the energy that she was um, pulling through and that she, because it is a very feminine business, like a very feminine energy, right? Yeah. Um, And in last spring when I was, uh, when I was starting to put all of this out and structure how I wanted to do my offerings and stuff, I was getting all of these messages about birthing, um, new beginnings and yeah um there was like all these baby messages and I couldn't stop thinking about what she said you're gonna have another baby in three years and it was just around the time where you were convinced I was convinced that it was like you're gonna be pregnant or it was happening and you're like what yeah because basically the universe was just plopping all of it onto you yeah yeah and then I didn't have a baby but I did I did have like birth this, this business and I'm you know, it's, it's kind of like having a a baby. And also yes. like I was going through so many personal transformations at that time too, where it was a lot of death and rebirth. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like rebirthing honestly myself as well through that process. Well, and your business is an energy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it is birthing a, right. It's just not a physical form, yeah. but it, your, your business holds its own energy yeah. and you brought this into fruition 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 yeah gosh words are hard sometimes <laughs> that's why we're you know here together I'm help you out. I, I love making up words <laughs> i do it all the time but that's so funny because you talk about the energy of a business and you can actually read the ener- energy of a business like you can read the energy of a person mm-hmm. and you can figure out where you know the energy is blocked within a business or why a business isn't um running you know, smoothly in this area or that area. And you can get the overall feeling of the energy of the business. So like if you were going to purchase a business, yes, I would 1000% be connecting with an intuitive to read into the energy of that business, to know Mm -hmm. what type of like how healthy it was. Yes. Not even just looking at the numbers, but how healthy it was. Yes. You can also read the energy of an animal Mm -hmm. and a house, like a land, Totally. You can read the energy of everything. Everything is an energy. You can read the energy of everything. Now, so in that sense, so if you read the energy of a house Mm -hmm. and it's not good, I feel like you can also transmute that. Yes. I feel like even though it's not good, it's just more knowledge to be like, okay, this isn't the best energy, but I can transmute that. I can change. I can shift that and release it to create it into this uh, beautiful energy. Well, with that being said, because you lived in a house... (laughs) <laughs> that had like so do you think yeah. you could have transmuted the energy in that house because Allison lived in a house before the one she's in mm-hmm. where that's where your son started to have his um experiences with ghosts or yeah. souls or or whatever and there was some trauma that happened in that house that went down or whatever previously mm-hmm. so the energy mm-hmm. of that house uh like do you think you could have shifted it Oh yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you can shift any energy yeah. right and it's and it's crazy cuz I had my intuitive come into the house right to cleanse or basically to come in and read it because I wasn't not even close to being there yet I wasn't even on my spectrum and um came in to kind of cleanse the house and she was able to kind of give me like a a breakdown after like certain rooms in the house that held a lot um a lot of darker energy uh the tree in the backyard Mm -hmm. was like 
like she told me to connect to this tree. This tree was bringing light mm. into the property. But like, yeah, the different rooms that held on. There was one particular room that I guess was quite dark and, and held on to that. And it was just... But now I look back, like, obviously, if I was where I am now... Totally could have. I could have totally yeah. transmuted that and changed that energy. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, the new owners are sitting in it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just another reason why I... I want everybody to learn about energy and reading energy and cleansing energy and protecting energy and all that sort of stuff. Because like, could you imagine having this ability or this, all this awareness in that house and you could have, you could have cleared that all out and been able to do it on a regular basis. Yeah. And then, you know, not wanting, maybe not having to move or not wanting to move or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Absolutely. No, for sure. Mm -hmm. And, and all it is doing is leaving baggage for the next person. Yeah. Right. To kind of come along and it's, yeah. yeah, And that's where it's kind of interesting and even like in businesses, right? Like if you're buying a business, like again, you can transmute that and change that and Mm -hmm. shift it. And having that energy read, you already know ahead of time what it is that needs to be worked on or shifted or all that sort of stuff. And that kind of ties into like healings. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. a healer is somebody who can shift that energy whether it's through like a, a energy healing or mm-hmm. through a reading, I find uh, readings to be very healing as well. And, and activating, even, yeah, right? Very yeah. activating. Very activating. And also mediums uh, mm-hmm. heal through messages, like providing messages through loved ones. For really anybody who's doing this type of work as a healer of some sort, Yes, I would say. Um, but there's different healings that you can do that we've learned. Um, and then also through my own training, because I've got my Reiki training. I'm a Reiki master. Mm-hmm. And then I've also done the shamanic type healings or theta healings through what we've learned with um, in our courses and stuff. Yeah. And uh, bringing the two together uh, has been so like, I don't even, I don't even have the right words. Like it's been so, um, I don't even know, like mind blowing. Yeah. Well, and supportive for yeah, so many people. Totally. And it's so funny because when I started on this path, I had no desire. Mm-mm. The healings did not interest me at all. Yeah. Um, I remember you took your Reiki. I was like, nope, not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then when we were going through courses, there was a section of one of these courses that we took that was all about healings. And I was like, boring. <laughs> oh my God. What's didn't wrong we, with me? Didn't we all, all of us have like a death and rebirth in, during that, that, in t- that month? During that time. Yeah. Right. And, and it's funny though, cause like, even though that wasn't my initial, um, interest, I started noticing like during my readings, I like I needed to heal people, right? Because yeah. I was finding things that I was like, oh, you need a healing. We need to do a healing on yeah. this, whether yeah. it's a past life trauma, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and then understanding how the energy works. So I ended up taking my Reiki. Yeah. <laughs> which is like how full, full circle yeah. that, that it comes because I was just like, yeah, not for me, not doing mm-hmm. it. And then I was like, during taking Reiki, I was like, man, that's amazing. Right. And it's pretty fascinating how much our energy bodies, how much the energy in our bodies can literally affect us physically. Yes. So much, so much, so much. I remember when I first took Reiki. So I took my Reiki training like level one and level two about a year ago. 
So it was September 20, what year is it? 21, September, 2020, I took level one and then it was December, 2020. I took level two. So I was practicing on loved ones and friends and stuff and just doing Reiki. And it started with like me, you know, hands hovering over all the chakras. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and then I was like, okay, this is good. And then I did that and I was like, and then all of a sudden it evolved where I was like, I was like channeling in the sense where I was doing Reiki was quiet. The music was on. It was like smelled good. Like it was a like very good setting, like the vibe, spa. very spa, like <laughs> very relaxing. And so then I'm doing the Reiki and then all of a sudden, um, in my mind, like in my, I was like med- kind of like in a meditation. And then all of a sudden I'm in, I'm envisioning myself in this like Coliseum, like this oh, yeah. ancient Coliseum. And it was, and I was like, I could see myself, uh, I was watching myself from afar. So I was down below and I was like, I was watching, I don't even know, but my energy was split and I was watching myself do a healing on this person. And, um, it was almost felt like I was on like doing an interview. Like it felt like there was a lot of these, like a lot of beings kind of in an audience watching me do a healing. And I was like, this is in my, like, in my human mind, I was like, this is so weird. And I- <laughs> Because normally I'm just like focused on hand placement and like I'm trying to imagine energy going through my crown chakra, like my head channeling through my body, through my hands into this person. That was like how I was doing my Reiki. And then it evolved to me actually going into like a different realm essentially. Like separating yourself. Like kind of even consciously your mind was going even though you were physically there. Yes. And so that was the first time I experienced doing some type of theta healing or shamanic based healing. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was before I learned it all in the courses that we did. Um, but I was doing it that way for like just randomly for a couple months. And then we went into those courses and then I, then we learned them again. And yeah. now when I do a distance healing or even an, in, I haven't done in-person for a while cause we did renos at the house, but distance healings, that is what happens. So I, my foundation healing is like a Reiki healing. Everybody's getting a Reiki healing. So all your chakras are getting opened, but at the same time, I'm splitting my energy and I'm going into your Akashic records and I'm healing past lives, or we're cutting energetic cords, or we're doing a soul retrieval, or you're getting activated, (laughs) like whatever is happening. And I don't even know what's going to happen until, um, until I'm in the healing and I'm in your energy. And then it's your spirit guides and your healing team and my healing team and my spirit guides and they're they're essentially like leading it and I'm yeah. doing it they're telling like and it's a, quite an experience so I always leave like 15 minutes at the end to kind of review what we did yeah which 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 yeah which is so what a, like extra bonus right yeah. to kind of like have that yeah um I find you know it was very eye-opening to to learn about how many different healings yes there are and that can and should be done right I uh you know there was what's some of them it's past life healings future self future self uh fragments of yourself what's soul retrieval soul retrieval yep so let's talk about energetic cords for a sec because Mm -hmm. that is something uh when I learned about an energetic cord I was like oh my god that makes so much sense yeah and cutting these energetic cords can have huge shifts for you and I remember doing this before I even knew what an energetic cord was I I remember doing an energy healing like a distance healing for like a colleague right before like right when I was doing Reiki for friends and family for free and all that sort of stuff yeah and I was called to uh I saw like a light being being um um coming from her body and it was connected to another person like her ex-husband yeah and um and I was like oh like 
Archangel Michael came in and like we cut the cord. Yeah. And it was so healing for her because in the end, like she told me a couple months later or not even months, maybe a few weeks. And she's like, I ran into him (laughs) and I didn't feel so much grief like I used to. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Because <laughs> I didn't know at the time how powerful that healing can be. Yeah. But I've been told by a couple of teachers when you do an energetic cord cutting, um, it can be so shifting in the sense where um, that person that you cut the cord with yeah. might come back around because they've felt the loss of that energy as well mm-hmm. on an energetic level, obviously not on a conscious level, yeah. but a subconscious level. They've felt that. So you might you know, they might come back around and you might, or you might see them popping up once in a while. Well, I remember that happened to me. Like, you know, both Mandy and I took a course called Soul Teacher. Yes. With Uh, Nikki Novo. Yeah. Nikki Novo. And this is a quite in-depth course. It was three months, right? Three months of like intense study. Yeah. Practicing. But like life-changing. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And I remember like during the healing process um I was going through well, I feel like everybody there were so many people that went through I guess deaths and rebirths but I remember this one moment where all of a sudden I started having exes yeah like out of nowhere I'm getting a call from somebody I haven't heard from in forever I'm surprised I even knew it my name and I was like whoa <laughs> and and I think within the same week I had an ex reach out to me on social media and I'm like what is going on right and I don't even like I don't consciously I didn't consciously do anything to split it but obviously something happened on an energetic level because there was just no way yeah like we're talking high school yeah right and that's just like it was just crazy and so and it was amazing because I remember hearing our teacher Nikki um talking about that I think she had gone through a next kind of reaching out and Mm -hmm. I was like oh funny so funny and then it happened (laughs) yeah (laughs) I was like whoa what is happening here yeah right but it's amazing that on this energetic level Mm -hmm. this can be felt yes even though consciously you don't know what is happening there and there can be energy cords connected to people but also to um employers Mm -hmm. and we did a huge cutting um for me we won't get into it we should maybe we will get into it later but yeah um but that was huge for me and then um it can be an energetic cord connected to an experience yeah right even an item and this is part of the healing so like you can go into meditation and imagine yourself in that situation. Imagine yourself with this cord, energy cord connected to you, to that person or to you, to that experience and cut it. You can bring in Archangel um, Michael to help you and to protect you and all these things. Yeah. Like, But you can also choose a practitioner to help you with that mm-hmm. if you don't feel confident to do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's talk about choosing a practitioner because, or like a, a healer or an intuitive because they're... Mm. There's so many people out there who are doing this type of work, but not, not from their heart space. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, whenever I'm working and whenever you're working, like even this podcast, it's green. The green is all about the heart chakra. Like Mm -hmm. we are presenting this like from our heart. This is, this is genuine. And, um, but there's people out there who are not genuine and you have to be able to use your discernment when you're choosing somebody to work with. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I've, I learned pretty early on is most likely 
uh, intuitive, a psychic, whoever is not going to reach out to you in your DMs <laughs> and say, I was drawn to your energy. I have a message for you. Oh, right. Like, yeah. and that, and that is very triggering, right? Yeah. Like I, I know that that is like, what? Like, first off, you're made to feel special. Yes. Right. So yeah. you get that sense of like, who Ooh, me? <laughs> I love that we did that at the same time. <laughs> And so like, you know, to made to feel special and then it's that curiosity, right? Yeah. What's the message for me? Yeah, well, right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of just one of those things that I think I even got caught up in one of those. Yeah. I did in the early yeah, I did. Yeah. Where I was like, I totally did that. That was really early on. That was you. really, really early on. But it was like cheap. It was like twenty five dollars. So it wasn't like this huge loss. But yeah. definitely when I got it, I was like, This is a generic message. Yeah. <laughs> like they she did send me something, but it yeah. was quite generic and you know, that was, that was a lesson I needed to learn mm -hmm. to be able to use my discernment and have had many times since then I've been drawn to you. This is a reading type of thing. But I think just even just being aware of that, most intuitives that are coming from the heart are not going to reach out to you yeah. to say they have this type of message. I think if a, if a intuitive was pulled to reach out, it would be free. Yeah, like I know if if I was all of a sudden something and it was just the message was coming in and I had to tell them, mm -hmm. it would be free for sure, mm -hmm. for sure. And that's you know to use that discernment when you're choosing anybody to work with. So not even like if you're use your discernment if somebody's reaching out to you, that is a red flag or that's you know if it doesn't feel right or if it feels too good to be true or whatever, then obviously use your discernment there. But you also have to make sure like when you're choosing somebody to work with, like you have to trust that person with your energy. Right. Mm -hmm. That person is going into your energy and they're going to, you know, they're going to help you essentially shift your energy for you. They're going to help you heal. They're going to provide messages for you. But you you also want to make sure that it feels right. Like um, it, it feels right vibrationally. You know yeah. What I mean? And that they're coming also because you're right mm -hmm. saying that you're opening up your energy field and you're putting this trust. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to have a teacher, you need to open yourself up. Yeah. Right. And you need to make sure that this person is of the light. Yeah. Right. And having the best interest and in coming from the heart. Yes. Because you're going to be opening your, 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 your energy up to them and inviting them in. Right. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Using that discernment to make sure mm -hmm. that that feels right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So. Do you the, have. Well, I was, I was thinking about like the psychic. Um like the biggest kind of misconception in the sense of like, for instance, like Mandy, you go out with friends yes. and you can read energy, right? Yeah. But you're not sitting there. Like, this is the difference where you kind of think like, oh, just tell me, tell me, tell me what's going to happen. Like tomorrow, you know, we don't, it's not something that just like turns, like you're just like, it's I'm constantly not, yeah. coming in, right? No. The downloads, the messages are not on like the tap's not turned on no. all the time. No. We choose when to tune in to people's energies. Yes. And when we haven't chosen to tune into somebody's energy, mm -hmm. we're not receiving messages. No. For the most part. We can feel into a situation and, and know whether it feels like uh like good or bad or feel into the energy of somebody like just by standing by them, be like, ooh, like, ooh, I'm just gonna walk over here. Or yes. like, oh, this person feels very like you know, welcoming or approachable kind of thing. So mm -hmm. you can like, everybody can do that. I mean, yeah. everybody's done that. Um, but yes, you're right. We, we can't like, I definitely do not go out. If I went out like open, <laughs> I would be exhausted 
all the time. Yes. It would be it would be exhausting to to go out and to be open to reading everybody's energy, everybody who came who came at no. you. We make steps to close that off yeah. even, right? It's yeah. not even just like not having the intention to read. Yeah. It's like we make by bubbling ourselves, you make the steps to actually avoid it. Yes. Yeah, it's very intentional when I go in to read somebody's energy. So <laughs> I probably even we probably both have friends or family who listened who are listening to this podcast and be like, oh, like what is she reading about me? Like I can guarantee you yeah. I have not read your energy. Nope. Because A, I have um boundaries and you know there's ethics and you're not just going to go in and I'm not going to go in and read your energy without your permission Mm -hmm. yeah and it is an intentional thing that we that I do I sit down in meditation I connect with my spirit guides I clear my channel I get rid of ego and judgment and then I receive like and then I go through a process and I receive the the messages like that takes a lot of energy and time out of my day so I am definitely not going through my list of friends or colleagues (laughs) down and reading their energy that is not happening oh and and it's so funny because it really is an ethical thing right um I know I when I first started kind of going down this road I had family like my mom for instance Mm -hmm. I I could pick up on the sense that it frightened her even though she's always gone and seen psychics yeah she believes Mm -hmm. I could feel this energetic block like there was kind of like whoa Mm -hmm. I don't want you going in and like reading and yeah. I remember her one time saying like so because there was like there's a bit of like disbelief right yes. not trusting that maybe I could do this or whatever mm-hmm. and then also I could sense some fear yeah and it's like I'm like no ethically I would never go in and read somebody without your permission yeah right mm-hmm. and and I've never not yeah. once have I ever read her mm-hmm. um and I remember my sister coming to me this has been a bit of a process where at first it was like, no, don't read my children or no, whatever. Right. Like I would ask. And so eventually like, as this went on, it was like, Hey, have you ever read, you know, grace? And I'm like, no, because you told me not to, right? Like, I'm not going to cross that boundary. Yeah. Because I also feel like there is energetic karma attached to that. Totally. You do that. Yeah. And I was like, no, I respected your, the privacy if you're giving me permission, right, then Mm -hmm. I can go and do this. But, you know, yeah, I think that's a huge one, a great thing to kind of tap into and and talk about because, yeah, Mm -hmm. I think there is that misconception that if you are an intuitive, people around you, yeah, yeah, and that people kind of feel like, because not everybody wants to be read. No, right, not at all. No. there, Yes, there's some people who, and you just don't even go there. And there's no reason to, there's... It just takes all that energy and and then you feel like you would feel, I mean, imagine feel guilty or whatever. Oh, so much guilt, And right? the karmic, the karmic thing that you brought up, like that's so true. Yeah. 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 Like I've never read my husband. No, I've never read Nick either. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I actually got permission, yeah. which like that was, that was a whoa mm-hmm. moment for us yeah. um, because he's not at all believing or anything like this and it was a that was a huge thing for him to say yeah okay you can read me and I haven't done it and I think it's part of it is like I don't know if I want to know yeah same here like I I don't need to I mean Nick and I are so close anyhow like there's definitely moments where like we're telepathically communicating and he's like stop getting in my head and you're like I don't even know I'm in your head (laughs) like he'll say something or he'll I'll say something he's thinking all the time, but I don't need to know everything 
that's yeah. in his energy. Like there's things that like that's his that's his privacy. But isn't it funny though? Like I remember listening to different intuitives, um, and thinking in my head, oh, if I could do that, yeah, I would totally read my husband. Right? Okay, <laughs> I, I bet some of you are thinking this that right now, thinking yeah. like what. I would totally read my husband. Yeah. And I remember being like, and I would tap into Elvis and I would, you know, <laughs> all the, I don't know what, yeah, all like all, all the dead celebrities, totally. right? Like I'm I like, mean, I would yeah. do it all. Yeah. And, and now like, I don't, have time, the time. I don't have time for that. I really don't. <laughs> don't either. Like I really, it's so intentional that I yeah. have to sit down and intentionally go into this mm-hmm. and to do it. And it's almost I like a sacred, have, it's very yeah. sacred when, when you do that. Like it's not like, yeah, I like the process that we were taught because it is, very sacred and it's it is very intentional and and yes we could probably you know turn it on whenever we want yes. to yes and yes I can read on demand yes if I if I feel like it if I if it's not it doesn't feel as like clear or strong for me mm-hmm. um I prefer to have the time to read into the message and to feel into the message which is why it's so intentional yeah and, and so sacred and you know I I prefer it that way yeah, and I and I love that that's how we were taught. Yeah. It's it, we were taught in a very ethical yeah. manner yeah. and that has stuck with me. Yeah. Right? Totally, me too. Yeah. So I hope that answers or kind of clears up some of that kind of like misconception of what like a psychic, a medium, mm-hmm. an intuitive, a healer, like all of those um kind of labels, yeah. I guess, yeah. right? And kind of now understanding, I know my view has changed on how this process works. Yes, drastically. Drastically. Mm-hmm. Um, I realize that it's not just like, you should know everything about yeah. me because you're psychic. And uh, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I get it. And it's yeah. amazing to be on the other side and to see it from a different perspective. Yes. Yeah. 1000%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a great chat for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, as always... If you have any questions or need any clarity, please reach out and just always remember that the conversations that Ali and I are having are from our viewpoint and our experiences. So you may or may not disagree or agree with this, um, but we hope that you enjoyed our chat anyhow, and we look forward to seeing you for our next episode.